good evening, everybody. This is Take Two Radio Soaps and Review, and I'm your acting host for tonight, David. And with me tonight is the returning Casey Stephen Hutchinson. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, Casey. We missed oh, you around here. <laughs> oh, I missed you guys, and I missed all the listeners, and so happy to be back. And we have the ever-loyal Carolyn with us. Welcome back, Carolyn. Oh, you're welcome, David. <laughs> and tonight we have we have a special thing because our lady Belinda is under the weather today and will not be joining us tonight. But hopefully... Hope she makes a fast recovery. Hope she makes fast recovery. Who knows? Knowing her, uh, she's got a willpower. I can't believe it. Would not surprise me if she would sneak up on us on the last minute. <laughs> that sounds like our Belinda. <laughs> yeah, it is. That uh, <laughs> fits her to a T. <laughs> and we miss her. Um, so why don't we get started? Carolyn, you want to time us again? Uh, yeah, I can do that. That'll work. Okay. Give us 22 minutes. 22 minutes. Okay. Yep. Maybe, yeah, yeah, 20, make it 23, Carolyn. Okay. Okay, B and B. Okay, are you ready, Casey? For B and B. B and B. I'm going to start out swearing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Carolyn loved it the last time. But <laughs> Bill Spencer is even a bigger phallic symbol this week than he's ever been. I actually can't believe he even put that in motion. I can't believe he... Well, okay. We don't know if it was Justin or somebody Justin talked to. But anyways, I still can't believe he put this whole thing in motion to have Spectra burn to the ground. That was actually beyond what I thought Bill would ever do to get what he wanted. And that's very, it's almost like mustache twirling villain that he did. Um, But I gotta say, those fire scenes were shot very well, so kudos to Gold, and honestly, I would say maybe even put that, one of those episodes up for directing for the Emmys next year. Oh, probably. And as of today, and believe it or not, before before I just opened the show, I just finished watching today's B&B, so... I'm fresh, so to speak. So fresh we find, and fired up. <laughs> yeah, fresh and fired up. You like that one? Yeah. Well, I was. Go, David. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was tweeting. Um, I was going to tweet this one thing, and it was going to say um, all of our soaps were on fire today, meaning yesterday, especially Bold and Beautiful. Um, yeah, and I was like, Bold and the Beautiful. 
<laughs> it was like, I got to get off soap Twitter. I was on there a lot yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so we find Sally in the hospital today. Which I haven't seen. Apparently. You didn't see it today. Sally Sally seems to be the only one who was rushed to the hospital. She's the only one in a hospital room. The others have, uh, have been visiting her. And today, even Liam and Steffi, after they found out about the fire, they went to visit her. And Princess Steffi, in her... Got humble and um, even um, wished her well and said that she deserved a fair shake, which surprised me to the to the most part. Well, I just cannot wait until Sally figures out that it was Bill who set this oh excuse me whole thing in motion, and that includes. And setting in motion the lie that Caroline is dying. Okay, well, you're halfway there, Casey, because at the end of today's episode, if you see it, Liam confronted Bill. Oh, I just wanted somebody to snatch Bill. Here's the thing Bill never got spanked enough as a child. Somebody needs to just march in that office, grab him by his collar, and say, look at here. Yeah, so what what do you think is going to happen now? Okay, what what was the last thing you remembered, Case? So the last thing I remember was yesterday's episode, where it was, you had on one end Spectra burning to the ground and the fireman was like, ooh, you know, everybody leave. The building could collapse on itself. And then Sheila and Quinn had another brawl, which I can't wait to get to. Ooh, yeah. Because I've been loving the like fights. They had another brawl today, yep. Takes me back. You missed that one. It started small. It started with the pillows. I can't wait to watch today. Bold is That's just on fire. <laughs> there we go again, literally. <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. Thanks, Carolyn. <laughs> no pun intended. I mean, Brad is like, look, this is the 30th. And ratings have gone down a bit. But he's like, I'll be damned. <laughs> Anybody tells me this show is done. <laughs> oh, I hope not. There's something no, to I be said. It will be. Networks are very happy with our soaps right now. Even though ratings aren't looking the best. Yes, they are very, you know, Windar just hit a new low and Days has tied its low for the 10th straight week, but networks are happy with the shows. And I think by that, I think, you know, each show is coming in under budget. Um, You know, it's just really as long as a show comes in under budget, sometimes that's all the network cares about. 
Well, they still popped in with um, the president's speech on Days of Our Lives today. So they're still getting See, the, think, uh, the people yeah, watching. We, so they they know what they know when to come in with the uh, the news alert. I think Bold has the secret weapon, and that's that Timberland <laughs> Brown is a huge, huge, huge Trump supporter. And she's like, I'll be damned if anybody interrupts my career. (laughs) (laughs) And for once, you know, I don't mind a Trump supporter. I'm like, she's not interrupting my soap, so I'm (laughs) going to. As long as he's not not interrupting our soaps, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think Kimberlyn Brown probably marched into the Oval Office with Sheila Carter in mind and said, look. You interrupt this soap, I'm sticking killer bees on you. (laughs) So, we got that pillow fight started. Oh, honestly, it's been a long time since we've seen women beat the hell out of each other on a daytime soap. It really has been. The last cat fight I remember was Connie and Carly in the Metro Court on General Hospital. Oh, yeah. Now we got Sheila. So, (laughs) so that, that fight with Sheila and Quinn really escalated. Okay. I I want to give you something to look forward to. And it ended with Quinn going to Eric, and Sheila is out of the house. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We all know she ain't done yet, though. <laughs> Kimberly Brown done yet. got no. a couple months left on that contract. <laughs> I wouldn't Just be couple, surprised huh? if the next place to go out up in flames is the Forrester Mansion. Oh, good hood. <laughs> When is National Fire Prevention Week anyway? (laughs) (laughs) When did Sheila return? Let's see, wasn't it in June? About. Yeah, you were here. Yep. Uh, I would say. Yeah, she's still got a long time left because that contract was one year. And so with the option of renewal... But I'm just waiting for them to put Sheila back in the opening credits. Yeah, that w- I wonder. I want. She has an option for renewal at the end of one year. Mm-hmm. So we got. And you know, another thing is about the Sheila return. <clears throat> you know, Brad did that interview that he wants to keep the Genoa City and LA world separate. But here's right. the thing. Somebody needs to tell Lauren because, one, if it wasn't for Lauren, there would be no Sheila Carla. Two, those shows have always been in the same world. Eric just crossed over in February to try and save Lauren's company. He was there for Nikki and Victor's wedding during the 40th anniversary year. I mean... Yeah, it's ridiculous to say that you want to keep them separate, 
after 30 years of them always being in the same world. And especially because you have Sheila's beginning storyline, you know, she's still Lauren's baby. That was really her first storyline. That yeah, baby, Scotty, all grown up, he's on the canvas. And yeah. so is Lauren. I mean, come on. Well, and I think maybe they're still trying to figure it out. And, you know, we don't know a lot about, I know they're trying to keep a lot of what Kimberlyn Brown does this time around under wraps. So there could be talks between. There's, I bet there's talk. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know Mal Young, um, you know, he said in an interview about becoming the head writer of the show that it's going to be a mix of history with high drama. Sheila brings out high drama, and she's history. She is. She's very much a part of history. I'm trying to think. How much more damage can she do right now? I mean, right now, <laughs> I hope I hope James comes clean and she doesn't have to use that one. Well, I think he also knows that if he comes clean, she's probably going to go off the rails. Because, you know, James is, once again, her lifeline. And... Yeah. So I feel like he knows somewhere that if he comes clinging, she's going to go full throttle crazy. So not like she has already. Probably a lot. Yeah. This is (laughs) – Sheila hasn't even started, like, to go crazy. These are just – Strangling people, that's child's play to her. (laughs) And, Carolyn, I want you to know, the first time Sheila was ever on, I don't think Casey was born yet. Oh. (laughs) No, but I know my soap history. (laughs) But he's caught up pretty good. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. There was just recently a contest. Um on an unofficial bold and beautiful contest from one of their mega fans. And in order to win this contest, you had to um, pick your favorite Sheila Carter story. Well, my favorite has been her sending the puzzle pieces to Lauren about Lauren's affair with Brad. <laughs> and so I rushed to put that on there. I love that. That was so evil. <laughs> oh, my God. I she can't. forced she had Lauren putting that puzzle together, and it was her and Brad just yeah. bumping it. Oh my God, that brings back that brings back memories. That does bring back memories. But I will say one thing I did like, and it was. 
last week or two weeks ago, I can't remember, but Brooke, she marched in that Forrester mansion. She wasn't playing no games. No, she, she wasn't. Went and she was, she like, Sheila, you ain't sleeping. Get your ass out of this bed. She wasn't afraid. Yeah, she she was ready to go. She she was like, Sheila, get out of bed. Like, she knew she was lying. And Brooke's like, look, you've shot me. You've tormented me. We're done. <laughs> like, Brooke has always been the one to wake Eric up. And if anybody, she can certainly do it this time. She's going to do it. I mean, she used to um, try and drown Stephanie. She used to try and drown Lauren. Uh, mm-hmm. She was just, She basically took over the show for... I, I don't know mm-hmm. when I seen more of a showstopper than Kimberlyn Brown. Well, and I believe that when it comes to Kimberlyn Brown playing Sheila, it's different than all the villains in daytime. Because she, you know, usually when it comes to my villains that I like, I think of the villains that are more psychological rather than oh, we're going to hire somebody to blow up this building or Victor feeding rats to his wife's lover. And, you know, so, but Sheila, she is a mustache trolling villain. And I let her get away with it because Kimberly Brown is just so damn good. Yeah. And she adds some, like, her, I believe, is truly evil. Like, I believe that Sheila Carter is truly evil, where compared to these other villains, you know, they're, they're evil with the heart of gold. Yeah, or, you know, they have a psychological problem with them. Sheila knows how to play her game. Oh, Carolyn, this is called the Sheila Show. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I want it to be the Sheila Show. Well, I, uh, I think she should she tumble like with Bill. Yeah. <laughs> the Sheila and the Carter. I'd like her to and, tumble with Bill for a while. So. Oh, me too. That be. And if you notice, she mentioned. Her daughter, one of her daughters that Mary. she had with James. Yeah, she said, and I was like, you know, they should bring those girls on. They need no, to it's bring only one. children. Well, she's got it's only Mary. one girl. Well, I no, think Mary and Erica right? are the same one. Are they? I thought they were different. Yeah, I think after she left James. And she was left with Mary. 
Uh, she changed it to Erica. Well, and don't forget, she also has her fake ch- children, Daisy she's got her. <laughs> yeah, she's got her children with Terrible Tom. Yeah, which popped out of nowhere. Those kids yeah. don't exist. Those are fake kids. Those are changing history kids. Those are changing history kids, yeah. Um, I don't like that changing was an history unbelievable kids. Moment. That was a WTF moment there, so. <laughs> you said it, Buzz David. Yeah. So, um, all right, that's our B&B. So let's go on to days. And why don't we start off with your surprise? All right. Are you ready, Carolyn? So, I'm I'm ready. <laughs> I was this waiting for the came... surprise at the end, but we'll we'll <laughs> let's let's start off with the surprise. <laughs> I'll, right. I'll give it to you. I won't make any of you wait. So I'm back and I'm back with an exclusive. In October, there is one character returning that I'm sure none of you thought would return. Babby Ben, Robert Scott Wilson is returning. Oh, I wondered, yeah. <laughs> In October, for 11 episodes, there you go. That was 11 episodes, Carolyn. Oh, well, that's good. I uh, I know he played, uh, you know, a, a villain, but I always thought that he was a very good actor, and I saw that he was on the... Um, on the circuit with him, and I wondered uh, if he if they were going to bring him back. Well, yep, they they are. He's heading back to Salem. We get to see that hunky, good-looking, <laughs> trying to <laughs> kill people in cabins. <laughs> we get to see now. That. Is it? Um, is it? Uh, what's the storyline? Or did you hear? Um, I'm not allowed to disclose the story. Okay. I was only told okay. that I can disclose, but I know the story. <laughs> but I was only told that I I could only disclose that he's coming back. Well, tweak us a little bit. Okay. But well, I told I'll, you uh, it's going to be a damn good story. I can tell you that right now. Uh, okay. Oh, we need and that's And we say thank you. Sir Ron Carlavati. Yeah, he's bringing the heat. He's bringing heat and the humor. Well, Ben Ben just disappeared, right? He didn't. He didn't die. No, right. Mister Ben is not (laughs) dead. Okay, (laughs) he's alive and well. But yeah, so that's what my source delivered. Because, you know, i got a source that watches all the soaps, and there's one who covers Days, one who covers GH, and then one who covers both of the CBS for me. And this came in literally quarter to midnight and heard a ding on my phone and said, ooh, we'll reveal this tomorrow. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank the you other, for sharing. Um, yeah, I'm... Um, 
Sonny and Paul are so happy and uh, everything's going great. And I'm just wondering, when is Will due uh, back? About the same time, well, I think. There's a special guest who's going to pop up at their wedding. Um, that's going to be a shocker to everybody. Um, okay. Oh, so there's another tease for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm hearing that this guest who shocked everybody may not even be Will. Um, there's no word on who it will be yet, but I'm hearing it may not even be Will. Hmm. Carolyn? Well, they're going to have you... the, double, the double wedding, right? Yeah, uh, we're looking yeah. at a double wedding. Uh, are we? I haven't seen today's days yet, so um, I am not sure. So, Carolyn, would you like to hazard a guess on who the guest will be? Oh, I'm. <laughs> now remember, it could be Phil. It could not be. There's just we don't know. I wonder if it's Adrian. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. that'd be good. And we can have Bonnie there standing next to her son, and the wedding's going (laughs) good, and we get to the Mm -hmm. injection part, and it's like the loud, dramatic music, and then take it back. Well, all these um, all these people that are coming back, they're not going to know which end is up because we've got what three uh, doppelgangers. <laughs> <laughs> you get a doppelganger, and you get a doppelganger. <laughs> you get a doppelganger. <laughs> we have, do we have three doppelgangers or two? <laughs> we know two for sure. Well, who's the third one? Well, we have. Um, um, Marlena. Yeah, Marlena we and have, Hattie. Um, and Hattie and uh, Bonnie. Bonnie and Adrian. Yeah. That's it, right? Is there a third? Yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> I guess I'm. I don't know I'm uh, <laughs> Unless you count I, Tony and Andre, but I don't. He, Tony, not alive. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. <laughs> Well, okay. there yeah, now there would, <laughs> that would well, be a surprise. That would be a surprise. Speaking of Tony Andre, I am glad to see Andre getting back to the real Andre. Because the Andre I knew was not the Andre they've been portraying since he showed up in the Brady Pub again. Andre came on this show as a serial killer. Killing people left and right. And what they've turned, they've tried to make him nice. And it's like he's not. Andre is a villain who can match his father. I mean, so I'm glad it looks like they're restoring Andre to his true form. But in in another way, I, I like his. I like his um, 
I like his warmth toward Chad and Abigail. See, and just knowing, I kind of like his warmth towards Abigail, but just knowing his history, knowing his just, history. I'm like, you better be careful. He's going to snap up a baby up and throw it off a bridge or something. <laughs> I mean, he's going he to kill somebody, you know. That's why I'm like I saying, think, Kate, like, I'm like, watch out, Kate. Don't piss him off. Like, don't do it, girl. Well, he was he was salivating today because um, he's uh, he needs a, a a doctor's note, and he's approached Marlena, Marlena Hattie, <laughs> and there oh, and there. I, um, <laughs> and, I and, think and Andre. He, <laughs> I think Andre should get involved with this whole Hattie and Bonnie plan now that Angelica bit the dust, which we get to that later. I'm upset about that, but <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well it's well, uh that's that's what happened today and um uh he's all excited because uh Marlene is going to help him out with a doctor's note. And um he dropped the uh the bomb that Kate and uh, Roman uh are having an affair. So how did oh, of course he said <laughs> that. Oh, oh. Today. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm I'm thinking to myself as um Kate and Roman kissed. One to me it was actually a very welcome surprise. I <laughs> but two, here's the thing. Last time they got together, you know, his throat was slashed at their wedding and blood went all over <laughs> Kate and the cake. So maybe we should just back up a minute and slow down here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I just, I know, I know. According to history, because my day's history is a little hazy, I can't. There are some things I can remember, some things I can't. And I do know that they've tried. Once, and I do know they have, she had kids with him. Don't you get started on those aliens. Don't you know it? <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, I don't know much about, I just know she had kids. I don't know the circumstances, so. I can't get started on something I don't know, so I don't know how, how they came about or were they twins? Yeah, see, I know that whole, I know that whole storyline, but I don't want to get into those aliens. <laughs> Carolyn, <laughs> you remember? Down from the no, no. <laughs> Carolyn doesn't let's remember. No, I can't. Let's not go to the Cassie coming down in that. Yeah, I played the fifth. Look, there was like a Fourth of July party or something, and <laughs> these two twin teenagers well, more like 20-somethings, came down in this space pod, and <laughs> Bell and Sean rushed over to save them. They were aliens, and, oh, God. But anyway, so Bell and Sean were trying to teach them this is how humans act, and it was supposed to be really funny. And then came this story of who's the mama to these children. <laughs> Is it Kate? Is it Marlena? And I think the mama is Kate 
at the mother and I the story was just so stupid. And, well, one's the mother uh, and one's the surrogate. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, yeah. so Roman was the father. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But it was this whole big storyline and Gaze just went too overboard. I mean, I was fine with Carly getting buried alive. Marlena getting possessed, that was fun. Aliens, goodbye. <laughs> See, I didn't, I don't, I don't remember that at all. I must not have yeah, been watching it. Like 2004, 2005. I, I must not, uh, I don't remember it. See, I told you. I just know that they had kids, but I don't know that circumstance. But, you know, I will say, speaking of history, I was enjoying when um, Marlena and John were talking to each other through the padded cells, and they were discussing the villains through the decades and who could have made this elaborate plan, and they were like, oh, Alex Norse, and oh, they even put Stefano in there, and yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just so happy that that was good on Ron's part. I love when little history is added in like that. See that, Carolyn? There's more. Yes. More proof. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you must because be working like quite Alex. a bit closely with Sherry. Because Sherry knows. Sherry knows this uh soap fairly good because she's she was writing it in the eighties. It was um it's like out of the current soaps, Weinar and Days are what I know the best. So what do we have so far? We have a double wedding. We have a possible surprise guest. We have sinking ratings. <laughs> we have we have poor uh, Lucas found in, in bed with oh, poor um, Lucas. Angelica. <laughs> Come on. I, I know Lucas was drunk, and honestly, it was a very smart escape goal. But we know <laughs> Lucas Horton in his drunken state of mind would never hunch Morgan frickin' Fairchild. I'm sorry, Morgan. <laughs> he I even said that to today. <laughs> but he I said know that to ain't nobody, yeah. <laughs> nobody going after that teddy bear-looking Botox woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness, yeah, he said, he said that today. He said, no, he said, I would never do that. And then he said, I think... Um, uh, Adrian was it wasn't her, so he's <laughs> there was something about her body he wasn't quite sure. Poor Cleo, she uh, she couldn't figure out what was going on. She says, "Oh, he must have been really drunk." <laughs> oh well, my God! Oh, did he mention it? Did he mention to Hope that says I don't think it was Adrian today? Yes, yes, he did. Two things for me. One. I did enjoy Morgan at the end of her run. I felt like yeah, when they start getting good, yeah, yeah, I felt like she was really acting better. But I would have preferred either. Well, we 
and we all know Jane Elliott wouldn't have come back for a soap. But, you know, they could have gotten Judith Chapman. I think they really could. She's on recurring at The Young and the Restless. And both shows, Sony has a stake in both shows. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, if Wally Kurt can pull double duty at General Hospital and Dave's, then and also, I'm not really a big fan that they killed Angelica Devereaux because that is a character huge from history. And even yeah. though she's really expendable, this was the huge, like one of the biggest obstacles ever for Justin and Adrian. And I just, I don't know, it it could have been played out a little bit longer. And I know Ron is a big person of, if it's not working with the fans, it doesn't work for me. But then, you know, he should have seen if he could have gotten Judith Chapman. Well, I don't know if it was, Ron was in charge then when she brought... Uh, when she brought Morgan on, I I was thinking yeah, he wasn't that in charge Mordina. When got brought up. But <laughs> what? I think they could have discussed it a little more. I mean, because by then, you know, that was close to the end of Dina's run. So Ron would have just been brought in at this time to decide where he wants the show to go. And so... You know, he could have gotten rid of Morgan. That's fine. But why'd you have to get rid of Angelica? <laughs> I love my Angelica. You know, she came what? on and she had Jack. You know, she was his stepmommy and her senator husband was killing hussies around town. And, you know, women he thought was, you know, always in bed with somebody and... He killed all the Salem whores, but you know, so she's quite a big character from history. Angelica, you know, that character definitely made her mark. So I wasn't a big fan of her dying, but it's whatever now. It's whatever but now. They did say when um, when Morgan Fairchild was coming back that it was going to be a short run. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They say yeah. Yeah. But, that was way too short. So, I mean, that man barely well, yeah. got off the ground. <laughs> well, yeah, she only had like why she, two yeah, scenes why with she would... <laughs> no, it was, It's like, uh... well, we know you ain't getting hired by anybody these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, <no. laughs> it's not like she's got I a guess. cozy job to go back to on search for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... It, it was nice. It was nice to see her on. She put a different oh. spin on the character. Yeah, nice yes, and she was on. getting better. Yeah, she was. Say she what was you getting will. better. <laughs> I'll agree with you there. She was getting better, but still, she was not my Angelica Demerol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> storyline. It went Jane Elliott and Judith what? Chapman are the best remembered for that role. However, there was a blonde girl in between them that nobody remembers. No. So I don't get why they hired oh. 
Market. No, you got it right. The one after Judith. Judith was the middle one. And oh, after yeah, her, Shelly right. Taylor Morgan. Yep. But still, they should have gotten Judith back. I might be alone on that, but they should have gotten Judith back. Well, yeah, I thought maybe why didn't they go for Judith, too? That was... And I know Judith loves acting at any yes, time of the day, and I know she loves the soap world. And I don't think she would have turned down an extra paycheck for a couple of months. I don't think so. I believe you're right there. I, I think it was I just... way ahead. I think they were uh, just at days. Like, who can we get that's a big name that we can afford? You know, who's a low-cost yeah. big name? And that was Morgan Fairchild. Yeah, and the thing is, maybe, I don't know, maybe Judith's schedule, um, I don't know, well, I'm trying to guess if that was... Well, I don't know, because I can't tell now, because the way they tape. So I'm trying to think when we first saw Angelica. And then well, when they taped... I know, I think Judith could have done this. If they're about five and a half months ahead, I think Judith could have... Yeah, I think Judith could have done it and then... We could have seen her on that and Y&R together. Because Fairchild first popped up in June, and Chapman first came back again to Y&R in December. So that's mm-hmm. literally six months. So she could have played the role, I'm just saying. Yeah. I wouldn't mind it. And I'm, But Wally Kurtz is literally on... Like, there are some days where I see him on General Hospital, and then I flip the channel, and he's on Days of Our Lives. It's yeah. possible. And Eileen Davidson does it all the time. And she's on contract at Weingar, yet she is coming back to Days. Hmm. And she's not leaving Weingar for Days. She's doing both shows. Well, that's... Have hard. And even though Under- Ashley Appen ain't got a story right now, they work Eileen Davidson a lot more than they do Judah Chapman on that show. They do. And um, let me see. Do we think she'll be on contract on days? I don't know if they could do that. No, even no, though I think she'd be on rec- I don't think they could afford to, especially one, she's temporary. Two, I don't think they could afford that at the moment, just because with all the returns they have coming back, and they just hired Tyler Christopher, and we all know he ain't cheap. So I think she'll be recurring for days. But, you know, they only may need her, like, four months. Yeah. You know that or she, Kristen story or could I took like the surprise. Could Chris could Eileen's character be the surprise <laughs> at the wedding? Well, I think Eileen will be 
Susan, just based off of what I've seen, I haven't heard anything. This is being very tight-lipped, closed doors. Um, But during the Halloween week, um, we have a character coming on named Elvis. So that's just why I'm thinking that Eileen will be Susan this time around. Hmm. And I hope so. I love. And when is and when is when is Sammy coming back? Oh gosh, soon. I think September. Next one? No, wait. Hold on. Let me go and check. Having a lot of a lot of uh, returns. I wish they would just get her back full time. Is it fall? Yeah, I know it's. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see when Hallie Sweeney be coming home. Hopefully, she don't buy no nun outfits for Halloween <laughs> because they'll get confused. All righty. So our little. Sammy, Jean, Brady, Demera, Horton, Demera, Demera. <laughs> okay. He will be coming back in, oh, October 13th. October 13th, that's her first day? Yep, that is when we will see her again. And then Chandler Massey comes back. In September. Oh. So, and then I wedding. I don't know when this was. I would assume September. <laughs> 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 I think, and I just say that because I, you know, Days for Our Lives historically has liked to do something big to kick off their fall season. Um, so, yeah, could very well be this wedding. Um, so Chandler Massey in September, Allison Sweeney in October, Eileen Davidson in November, Brandon Beamer and Martha Madison in December, Tyler Christopher and Larissa Terrell in January. Oh, and the new Sierra in December. Yeah, Which I really like the new Sierra. And what is her name again? Victoria Confell. Which, if you go on Soap Hub, Soap Shows, Hope She Knows, goes by all those names, if you go on that website, then they have a little clip of Sierra, the new Sierra's first scene. And already this girl is a damn good actress. She's upstaging Vivian Giovanni on her first day. I never liked Vivian Giovanni anyway. Because she talks like this. She was always like, <laughs> Mom. Oh, never. <laughs> Wanted to ring that little girl by her neck and say, look at her. And with Vivian Giovanni, I'm so glad they got rid of her. 
Oh, don't Casey be. We all know it's true. <laughs> we all know she was a bad actress. Well, we they we can all be Olivia. <laughs> yeah, I mean we all can't be Oscar winners, but we all don't have a, the audition process in the middle of all. I swear, yeah, the, Marnie Saidi and Dina Higley. When she was writing that show, they probably went to Walmart and said, you know what? You look like you could be Bo and Hope's daughter. Come with us. You on the show now. Congratulations. <laughs> you you going to be on Days of Our Lives. Do you know what that is? No. Well, it's a show your grandma watched back in the day. <laughs> I mean, the only one who was worth watching from that team set was Kyla Pettis, and they get rid of him. No, I don't know if he was ever trying to play Down Syndrome or if that was just his acting skills, but he did a mighty fine what? job. He and I will miss him. Oh, he was, he was autistic. Well, yeah, and I don't know if, they, if he was trying to play autistic. I don't think he was Down. Down Syndrome. Um, sorry to anybody out there, but... I ain't going to apologize for making fun of Vivian Giovanni because we all know that's true. But <laughs> He's autistic, and I don't know if he was trying to play that or if that was just what he acted. But Otherwise, he did a good job, and I'll miss him. Yeah, but we got some time to kill. I mean, he's... Yeah, so Lauder, he's I think in the new year, days just calm down for a bit. I'm happy about all these returns, but just let's take a breather. I mean, I'm out of breath like I just ran a mile with these casting charts. I mean, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Well, I just wanted, Carolyn, as a side note, Tyler Christopher and Allie Sweeney they basically started out on, uh, I think, the same year in the soaps. Yeah, that ought to be right, because he was over yeah. there playing hunky Nicholas Cassidy. Mm, I wanted to cut me off yeah. a piece of Tyler Christopher back in the day. <laughs> Which I heard, um, because the article has been posted, that he's playing an entirely new character. Mm-hmm. That he's oh, yeah, they, not playing they got one from the past. Dark. Someone very new. new character is going to be quite funny. And someone not some character that has not been on that show before. Is that what you're saying? Correct. That is correct. Oh, so gonna be there goes there goes everyone's. Uh, Thinking at um, SFU on Facebook uh, that he could be Nicholas Alamine. So well, that, and that you know theory. they also thought he was going to be, you know, there was the big theory out there if he was going to be EJ. Um, but yeah, Dan Kroll broke the news, and you know Dan, he's one of the most trusted. Sources and all of this soap opera news game, 
but yeah, it's going to be a complete new character. And I also heard that Tyler Christopher is going to bring some comedy to this character. So, hmm, is so knowing that he is coming back with Louise Sorrell, do you think they're these two characters are going to be related to each other? Or I think honestly I think Larissa I think this is gonna be her new henchman because every time Vivian's come on, she's always had a man by her side that's her yeah. henchman. So I think that's what this role will be. That's my guess. And I would say that just because that's probably the safest guess in the book. Yeah. That maybe Viv- he'll be Vivian's new boy toy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Luis, you lucky, honey. We can grab you a piece of Prince Nicholas. <laughs> And, of course, you know, on General Hospital, he was named about just after every family member there. It's like Prince Nicholas, Helena, Stavros, Mikos, Cassidy. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, back to Days of Our Lives. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we always been on days of our lives. We just got. I know. I know. Well, what do we? What do we like so far that we've seen? Now, listen. We have a re, we have Deimos kill Deimos's killer revealed, but I don't believe it. I think there's more. It can It just can't be her. Oh, why can't I be right for once, David? <laughs> we saw those Casey's been saying all along. Yeah, he's been saying all along. I say Nicole is the cop. I'm yeah. prepared to be, I just honestly at this point I don't know who else could have killed him. We've literally gone through everybody who was at that party. Well, I don't know. Did you guys read the read runs? Um interview um about about Deimos's killer and uh, how he went about it i think it oh, was yeah, in that is. no carolyn i don't know have you seen it did you see that yet no no um and um, right. did it, did eve have anything to do with Deimos? because i know eve's coming back well <laughs> <laughs> What Ron said was that when he came in, there was a killer already picked. And it was a very simple, easy out, escape goat killer. And Ron said, nope, we're going to flip the story on a Chad. Got a new killer. He put in Chad and Sonny in there. Yeah. Ron put Chad and Sonny in the mix. And he said, honestly, oh, go ahead, David. He said his first thought it was going to be Victor. Oh. And have it just like you saw where he was going to have 
Xander release from prison like he did and have Xander do it and have Victor do it. But then again, he second-guessed himself and says, I can't do this. So he said, let's do something different. Let's add a little more power to the band. Yeah. (laughs) And what if what if Xander got there, but he Deimos was already dead? Well, I'm surprised that nobody's looking into Kate. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I would have made, I would have beat this story up by having Kate as a suspect, because Kate thought Deimos was dead at one point. Because yeah. remember, she was trying to get that Kiriakis on it and doing everything she can. And he came to her in that thunderstorm and he was playing the piano. And But, yeah, so I'm like, why is nobody looking at Kate? I don't know if, you know, Ron said he had to learn a lot about this show. So maybe he hasn't learned that they were together or and that she did all that. But. I would be looking at if I think any good detective would be looking at Kate just because of what she's done in the past to Damos. Mhm. That was interesting and she wasn't there. Well, now there was Victor, but yet you <laughs> you know, you can't say, you know, just because yeah, she yeah, wasn't there, there was when yeah. yeah, and he was like, Xander, hey, go kill Deimos. Go kill one of my fake family members. <laughs> you know, have have one fake family member kill another fake family member. Maybe that cancels you both out. I don't know. But I don't know. It's, but, I don't know how long it's going to be kept under wraps. As well, with when it when is uh, Ariana Ariana is leaving in November. November. So yeah, I so don't know. Maybe. You want it to be Nicole because you want you want Brady and Eric freed up from her. Why? <laughs> that, well, that's one way that. She could leave them both like that, I suppose. But I thought, I don't know. It's Well, it's just, I mean, Nicole is the only murder sus leaving the canvas. She's, so immediately, that's why my mind jumped to her. And, you know, they played out those flashbacks and found out about Holly. But then again, you know, those could be just flashbacks to twist our minds even more because she was on Halo and, you know, we had the curse with that stupid amulet that nobody seems to want to get rid of. Why the hell (laughs) are we not getting rid of this amulet? Yeah. (laughs) That darn amulet. Why? You know, Ron Calabardi got rid of Morgan Fairchild you know, possibly, because she wasn't working out with the fans, but yet we can't get rid of this amulet. 
My goodness, this amulet is going to be around longer than Alice Horton. I mean. <laughs> and who has it now? Brady, Brady has it, right? Brady has Brady it now? Has it. Brady has it now, yeah. Which, do you think him having the amulet in the house, because, you know, it's cursed and it makes people do bad things, do you think that's part of the reason he's drinking again? Hmm. And he knows, I think, he knows that, I think the reason is he was hoping that Eric would be the killer, and it turns out he's not. Yeah, and I don't think he's going to be the killer, period, just because we have the car accident, you know, not too long ago, and he was responsible for killing chest hair galore Daniel. Um, (laughs) So I think that they're not going to go with Eric being the killer at all. Oh, boy, because it's hard. You know, I don't, I wanted to, uh, go, I'd like her to go away happily, but I can't think of a way that, I can't think of a way that for her to go away happily and to leave both of the guys behind. Here, here's how I leave. Oh, I'm going to make I'm a doing? story prediction. I'm going to make a story prediction. I see Nicole getting her baby back. And then I seen it being to where Brady ushered her out of the country to a place where she can hide out. Because that leaves the door open for Nicole to come back. And that keeps safe. So that's if she did do it. That's what I see happening. That's my story prediction. Which, according I to like, you, David, I write about this killer, but I probably will be. <laughs> I like your prediction. Oh, thanks, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! And is it just so, a is it just a rumor that um, Teresa's coming back? I have. You know, I have heard that too. Yeah. Well. And I'm going to check with my sources. So I saw that Katie. in my travels. That so we're going to have, we're going to have uh, maybe Teresa coming back or having Will. It seems like they're coming back and they're going to be breaking up these uh, <laughs> these couples. I would love for Teresa to come back. I miss Jen Lily so so yes, so, so, yeah, so much. She was, yeah, I do. Yeah. And uh, we know that if she comes back. Eric wants they her got back. It. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but if she comes back, they gotta get her more back to what she was, and that was the super bitch. Because honestly, yeah. you know the Teresa we all know would have not been scared of no four foot seven drug dealer saying you gonna come to Mexico with me, Senorita, and <laughs> Teresa would have grabbed that five poker, hit him in the balls, and chucked off in them stilettos <laughs> through the Horton Town Square. <laughs> she probably would have, but uh, you gotta think who the character was, 
if she kills one, that means that there will always be another one to take his place and to avenge the death of the one before. Yes. So maybe that's how they look at that. Teresa put uh, ISA, former ISA agent, black belt karate kid in a coma. Holla down. She's scared of no truck. Yeah, she was. She was like fire. Taking drugs before you were born, child. Like, get out of here with that shit. Yeah. Kick rock. Well, did you like her with Brady? I liked her oh, with Brady. I loved her with Brady just because they had hot sex scenes, but, you know, <laughs> <I'll> just, <laughs> Brady needs something more than, you know, that addiction story for Eric Martzoff. It won in the Emmy, and it was so great the first time around, but. Do we really need to revisit it? I mean, we have enough people falling off the way. I think, you know, Brian DeTillo hasn't had a story in so long. Let's let him shine in the falling off the wagon story. And I feel like his falling off the wagon story is more warranted than Brady's. Hmm. You know, the person I've always wanted to see fall off the wagon, period, is Maggie, but looks like that won't happen. That won't happen. We can, we can I hope. Think that oh, if she, finds out, if she finds out that Victor's the killer, she will. Oh, <laughs> well, and you know, that should have happened the year Daniel died, because the year Daniel died, she not only had that, but she had Summer. Come on, try to steal the money. Found out she. I don't understand why Maggie hasn't fallen off the wagon again. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. No. Okay, it's um, seven after eight. So on to. Did we, did we do twenty three minutes? Yes, we did wow. more. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Carolyn. <laughs> Are we moving on? to Carolyn is on it. Yeah, we came up with all these uh, all these storylines. It was getting quite interesting. <laughs> I know. Instead of discussing the show, we wrote the show for another yeah. seven months. I hope rapidly. Okay. Oh, well, I'm gonna refresh Casey. In K- in the past couple weeks that you missed. Belinda has been, Belinda and I have been trying to get Carolyn to slowly creep into Jeff's pocket. <laughs> You've been trying to get her to watch the show. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> Girls, you gave her the wrong darn soap to watch. Don't send me a general. You know this show's terrible right now, David. Oh, you got to do oh that. Carolyn. Carolyn. You able to creep No, Carolyn no, never I'll, done anything I'll, wrong I'll... to you, Dan. <laughs> Got to steer towards the oh, wrong show. Carolyn, to give you Carolyn one man uh, each 
for each show that we do, we have to give Carolyn one man from General Hospital. She's got to keep her eye on. <laughs> I know, I know. Belinda, 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 yeah, Belinda tried. <laughs> I got sidetracked. <laughs> but I, I will. I promise, David. I will. <laughs> now Casey says, if you want me to, Y and R are both, you love bold and beautiful. Karen, and my favorite soap of all time is The Young and the Restless. Now I'm just saying, oh, right okay. now there's a big sex okay. story going on. Oh, okay. All right. So, all right. So, do you want to get a little, little bit? Show. Do a little bit on Casey. General Hospital and <laughs> Casey. Do you want to give? We've already given Carolyn Donnell Turner, who plays Curtis, <laughs> and and Matt Cohen for. Who plays Griffin? So, is there a one that you would like to offer since Belinda's not here? <laughs> yeah, is there one that you want to offer up that I need, I need to follow to tweak? You my know what, Carolyn? After this show, after this show, girl, I'm gonna give you a big gift. I'm gonna send you a bunch of pictures of Ryan Paisley shirtless in your inbox. Get ready, girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be looking for Ryan. <laughs> I mean, he's a terrible actor, but my oh. goodness, he is. <laughs> he's on there for his good look, not acting. Okay. <laughs> well, All right. The old, oh. He fits the old soap acting model, and that's if if they can't act, at least make sure they're hot. Okay. <laughs> well, he does okay. David, he ain't never gonna win an Emmy. Well, they don't. They gotta give him something. Him and Vivian Giovanni should make a show. There you go. <laughs> oh my God, Casey Stevenson. Worst actors in soaps. Go ahead. Okay, so back to General Hospital. Carolyn, Carolyn, sorry for that off. <laughs> 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 Outburst. Don't try to apologize for making what? her watch the worst soap on TV right now. <laughs> so what do we have? We have Julian. Jerome has got twenty years. Yeah, he'll be out pretty soon because you know Will DeBrad just signed a new three-year contract with the show, so. Yeah, he'll be back around the holidays. Yep. Um, he is not going anywhere. He'll be back. But he'll have, he got 20 years. Julian got 20 years. And 15 on good behavior. So he could be out sooner. So, and we have mixed. We have mixed motion in front of everyone else about him going to jail. Alexis is torn up. She doesn't well, I will say this. Props to Alexis for going after Sonny and Carly. Props to her. Because for the past few months, I haven't understood why Sonny and Carly need to be the moral compass of the show. I don't mind that they're the lead. But the fact that two of the most raunchiest characters in General Hospital are the moral compass of the show 
it screwed up. So Alexis went after She was like, look at here. Like, Sonny was like, you know, Julie done a lot of bad things. Alexis was like, oh, so your hands are sparkly. Like, she ho-checked him. She was like, don't you be coming after my eight-pack man with your track record. And she was like, God, don't you even start. <laughs> she checked them both at the door and twice on Sunday. How about that? Yeah, she gave him a what for, didn't she? Well, yeah, they deserved it. I mean, the people who should... If Alexis wanted to be judged on who she loves, I'm sure the ghost of Ruby D would have appeared to her, but... Like, the fact that Carly and Sonny trying to ho-check Alexis. Give me a break. And then Carly threw it in her face. She was like, well, Sonny's never held a knife to your throat, Alexis. And I'm like, I was like, Alexis better say to her, well, you judge Rick Lansing and Sonny all the time, but yet Sonny never shackled you to a padded cell. How about about that? So... So, Carolyn, what we're what I guess we're it's all relative. here is that everyone is, says there's basically good and bad in just about everybody on this show. In one case, in one one person doesn't one person only has nice smelling roses on one side of their lawn. <laughs> they've all they've all gotten dirty at one point or another. Well, like I said, it's all relative. Uh, how can you compare yeah. one uh, <laughs> one with the other? Who's worse? <laughs> Which one's worse, Casey? Who's who's the worst? Out of Carly, Sunny, and Alexis. Yeah. Hmm. You know, honestly, I would probably say Carly. You know, even though Sunny is a mobster, Carly slept around with her mama's husband, and, you know, she'd been stealing men since 1994. And so, honestly, I would say Carly. I mean, Alexis has kind of been clean. Yeah, they made her done bad things every once in a great while. But Carly is probably the easiest just because anybody can co-check her at the door. I would say Carly, Sunny, in most recent years. So there you go. Leave my Lexus alone. <laughs> Don't go after my Julia Rain White Alexis Davis. <laughs> now that Julia's shout out was for all the Santa Barbara fans who listen to this podcast. Well, that's very nice of you for letting them in, Casey. <laughs> well, I hope they still watch daytime today. 
Yeah, they should. I mean, I don't blame them if they aren't because it's not as good as it was back then. <laughs> but well, we all saw I... the most recent ratings. Yeah. And say, and I don't know. Why not? Are only getting two point nine seven. Oh, we need. I think some. I think they all need a little something. Well, here's the. You know, just the worst thing that's happened to daytime is treating us viewers like we're stupid by putting on, by thinking that doppelgangers and mustache trolling villains is good soap. I mean, because it just gets messy. This whole Hattie and Bonnie story, I kind of like it to a fault. And then it kind of gets messy, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Well, it's showing their... um... Their acting skills is like Marlene is always sweet and nice. So, <laughs> you know, except for that one time she was a serial killer and the devil. But <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I I find the uh, storyline with uh, Hattie I find it just quite comical because it's so so different <laughs> with Marlene. Well, yeah, you the thing is, is you can't take the story seriously. Yes. Because <laughs> it's just not a serious story. No, it's not a serious one. But it's it's a fun one. So anyways, GH. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so what do we got? We finished that one off. So... Um, let me see. What else is there? I guess. Are we going to oh, talk about I, Sam's cat poop disease? Yeah. Um, Sam came clean, which I thought that was very brave. She's well, the I only one to come out. It was very damn good acting from everybody. And if Kelly Monaco gets snubbed at the Emmys next year, I'm going to be mad. That was that, that was heart-wrenching watching her to come to Carly and tell her the truth. Because she didn't want... But... That was, and, I thought that know, was... I just, I was irritated by Carly a bit. Like, really? I can't can't tell. (laughs) Don't you start with me then. (laughs) Like, I know she was upset about them not telling her, but it almost seemed like she was upset by Sam having this disease she couldn't control because she was thrown off the side of a bridge. And I was like, Carly, now, why are we all supposed to forgive you when you make a mistake and have a good excuse because of it? But we can't forget Sam for doing what everybody in Port Charles has wanted to do for the past 22 years. 
we've always wanted to shoot Sonny and check him into a pit. How about that? But I was surprised with how they, how Carly um, did not crucify her for that reason alone, what you mentioned. If Carly would have crucified Cam for that, I would have jumped through my TV screen, pulled out about blonde hair and beat her ass. I mean, <laughs> I don't doubt it. One, I know it was because of a disease. Two, I know she feels guilty. But three, I want to make a gold medal for Sam. I mean, <laughs> Sam deserves to be showing up and treated like a gold medalist at the Olympics for doing what we've all wanted to do for so damn long. Shoot Sonny and kick him into the pit? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, guess, I guess there were a couple of people on that program that probably felt the same way. And if I was Sam, I would be mad at Garvey. You know, he's dead now, so she can't be mad at him. But, you know, I would have been mad at him because he tried to take credit for her crowning achievement. <laughs> I would have been like, what you trying to do? You didn't have no vision. You didn't stake out Sonny. You didn't take him into a pit. I did. But, yeah. Um, I'm happy for Kelly Monaco. I'm glad her acting abilities are being put to the test after all these years, and I hope she gets an Emmy nom. I do too. Now, Carolyn, we just—I'll give you a little refresher why we're talking about. Remember, we talked about the character Samantha, and we talked about that she had the disease toxoplasmosis. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so we know Kelly Monaco did in our in our eyes anyway. Um, Emmy has done a has done a su- superb job. Um, yeah, with <laughs> with what she's yeah. what she's given or the storyline. Okay. Well, and this is Kelly Monaco's first lead storyline in years. She's always been supporting for years upon years. And so I'm glad that they're finally giving her her time to shine. I am too. And you say that she's doing a a superb job. He's I doing am. a darn fine job for trying to have to act out cat poop disease. Oh, you're so Oh, my God, Casey. Casey. Is she? Isn't he just being awful tonight, Carolyn? Yes, he is. 
Well, we're coming up to uh, 8.25, so we have, okay. what, like oh, a half a minute <laughs> left okay. in General Hospital. Thank you, General Hospital. <laughs> I came back and I wanted to come back with some fire. <laughs> and before the minute's up, Carolyn, I would like to offer you to follow Kelly Monaco. She okay. Is... <laughs> and I'll have time because uh, um, what uh, September? Anyways, we'll talk about that at the at the end of the show for the, yes. our uh, our our night. So I'll 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 have time to catch up. <laughs> yes, you will, won't you? <laughs> yes, I will. Yes, I will. Okay, on to the YNR. Ooh, my favorite. Okay, Casey. Now, I am before displeased. What? You got something, you go for it then. Before we go any further, don't spoil nothing for me because I know my Teresa Clatterback returns today. So don't spoil anything from me today, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll just leave it like this then. I am I am waiting for the time where they build Kane back up. Mm-mm. Get him gone. Get him gone. Right now with Daniel Goddard, I'm like, listen, you can kick rocks, boy. <laughs> I want, I want, I want his character restored. He's got a little well, tarnished, but he has to. I want him. I want the, at least. The thing is. That I want him to be built up and get back to his family. Well, the thing is, and make they're it gonna build him up. He's got to stop make blaming everybody for his issues. I mean, and That's, people, That's, you know, are like, "Oh, Lily, you know, cheated." Well, she was open about that. She was like, "Look, this is what happened between me and Joe Clark." Instead, Kane hid it from her. It came out to her in front of like eight people that she knows and loves. Then he tried to cover his tracks, and he's just got to stop blaming everybody for his problems. What Kane did that, was that's what number Kane one. did. That's the first thing. Now it would at least give us a running start. Yeah, he's not shown remorse for anything. No, well, the thing is about he and Billy. I think I don't know. Somehow they got the shoe on the wrong foot because Billy is the one more or less to screw up, and he saw in his face he needed to make it look to Victoria that. He's still a screw-up, and he can take care of the job. But he screwed it up. King screwed everybody, eh, including himself. Well, here's the thing. This, <laughs> this brash and sassy story for me 
and, you know, Brash and Tassie versus Jabelle, or even the foundation, which is Jack versus Billy. It's getting a little tiring for me just because we've had Jack and Billy at each other's throats long enough. You know, this affair happened so long ago already. And really everybody move on except Jack, and I get it. You know, it hurts like hell, but hell, even Katie moved on faster from Bill's betrayal with her sister than anybody. Yeah, and so the only part is is that, you know, I I was surprised. And I I I am surprised because Keen has always been a pillar. That's what I think that's why I'm so shocked. I I don't mind the color here and there, but he's always been a pillar. He's always been faithful to his wife. Even in the darkest well, times. Let's not forget who Kane came to town as. Yeah, he was Philip. And yeah. let's not forget that he hid from Lily that they were in money trouble with <laughs> cattle wrestling. And let's not forget that he, you know, didn't tell Lily that he didn't get shot on those church steps, that it was actually his evil twin, Caleb. So, I mean, Cain is not a saint, but Lily, she's damn darn close when it comes to comparing the two. Lily, you're saying Lily's more of a saint? That's what you're saying. Then Kane, oh, you better believe it. <laughs> you know, it's not like she ran around town giving people chlamydia. No, she got the chlamydia. <laughs> I know, poor Crystal is living with that for the past 12 years. Oh, yeah, she never going to get right. <laughs> when Crystal Khalil dies on her grave, it's going to say, here lies the wine-dark chlamydia survivor. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Crystal ain't never getting rid of that storyline. That's gonna chase her. So next, well, before we move on that, I actually yeah. do want to say, <laughs> why is Reed Hillstrom going to public school? When he's a Newman, and these poor little Ashby children are going to Walnut Grove. Like, I that thought Walnut... Make... Well, oh, yeah, because he can... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, why that... is a Newman not going to private school? Why isn't Ashby? And, you know, that's the problem I have with Wyandar. Wyandar back in the day, would have treated the Ashby family as the Fosters, you know? And the the Ashbys are supposed to be the working-class family. I would say they're the modern-day Fosters. Working-class. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, Kane don't have that executive position no more. He had to go on and sell his car. And I'm sorry, but... You, <laughs> Lily probably will only make a $1,000 paycheck 
right off the bat for that commercial if she gets one ever. And, you know, Lily just moder- modeling in skimpy dresses in a Wisconsin town is not going to get her a mansion. No, probably not. So I think, you know, when Mal Young start when his material starts airing in October, one thing that needs to happen right away is Wyandar needs to get back to the old days when it was there is a class system in the world. Because there is, you know. There is, yeah. There's the Trumps and then there's my family and the Trumps are like the Newmans, and my families are like the Ashby. <laughs> the Newmans are billionaires. The Ashby's are barely thousandaires. I mean, <laughs> well, ones are ones are writing the checks, and the others are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, her brother, her brother is only rich because he found out that he was Catherine Chancellor's grandson, you know. But Lily ain't rich, you know. Catherine, she's not related to Catherine Chancellor. Catherine Chancellor didn't leave her anything in the will. She left Devon that money. Devon's the rich black folk on the younger and the restless. Yeah, <laughs> he come from. He comes from nothing. You got me. You have me talking like you now. <laughs> I got you, David. We're going. We're going a little off tangent here, but you're you're on the. You have a. You have a um, good point. A good, good point. point. <laughs> so that I I do agree with you there. I see I see. Kane and Lily's family is more as today's working class. And um, hopefully we can, I don't know, if Maul listens to us, enough of us, what do you think? Can he turn it around? Well, you know, even with that executive position that Kane had, yeah, that's paying quite the hefty salary, but he came from a company that was out of the game for over a decade. I mean, Brash and Sassy have not always been around, nor has it always been a division of something. Brash and was Sassy was out of the game for a yeah. Brash and Sassy was out of the game for a long time because Victoria got rid of that company to run Beauty of Nature. So I mean. You know, yeah, he would have gotten quite the hefty salary, but he was only there the first year. I mean, if he would have stayed there, his salary would have gone way up. But I'm not saying that, you know, he has an executive position and all of a sudden, you know, it's Lily Ashby Chancellor. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) calm down here. So we got that settled away. Oh yeah, I think we talked enough about the Ashley's birthday. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, the other thing is now because I want to get Carolyn on on this. 
And Carolyn, a couple shows ago, we mentioned about Dina Mergeron that is back on this canvas. Ooh, yeah. I love me some Dina. She's my girl. Yeah, yeah, and remember, we talked about there's hints of Alzheimer's. And oh, okay. Right? And, well, and actually, Sally Sutton's in and I'm surprised she came out with it. That she had a spoil. She basically spoiled it for us because she did admit that it's Dina's Alzheimer's. Oh, so that's why she's acting strange. Okay. Yes. And the thing is, there's. I, I'm my my take on this with her and Graham. Um, with Graham on there, I'm wondering if they're going to tackle the subject that's um, really been plaguing society and is that of caregivers taking from their people they're taking care of. Well, well, I think that would be very good. I mean, it's a very Wyandar storyline because Wyandar is historically the social issue of soap. So I like where you went with that, David. I, I'd like to see it more go that way if they find out that because of her illness that he starts taking from her, even no. though he's named in her will. See, she named him in his will, in her, she named Graham in her will. And I'm trying to... And he's her, he's her caregiver as well? I'm wondering if he's more her caregiver than anything else. Because okay. Well, and she's been playing it like he's her man friend. Her oh, man friend. Okay. She's hiding mm-hmm. the fact, she's probably hiding the fact that she doesn't want her family to know what's wrong with her. She's mm-hmm. showing those. Classic Dina, and honestly, I'm not sure Dina feels comfortable because of how long she's been out of their lives. Because right. Dina last popped up in 2008, but then before that it was like 1997. So, I mean, yeah. she's never been in their lives full time. So I don't think Dina feels comfortable going to her cheering. Well, okay. <laughs> not Billy, though, because that's not her child. But <laughs> mhm. So and especially if she knows uh, she's vulnerable and she's always been mm-hmm. um, very strong. So it's going to be yeah, an involving storyline. There was a little slip up a while back where uh, on her first day, because now Jack has hired her back to give her some work, and she's at Jabot working. 
And in her first assignment, her numbers didn't add up properly. Well, wasn't no. I think didn't they say that? Like, didn't Graham say that he did that? Like, I thought that Graham, was Graham corrected it. Graham corrected yeah, see, it. I I think he's trying to gaslight her mm. into going crazy. I think Real? Graham is trying to gaslight Dina. Yeah, but he made it. But he made the numbers come out. Yeah, he well, did, he fixed the report. And then he was like, you know, you take credit, Dina. But I think that he is going to start screwing with her business. Yeah. And he'll probably get Gloria in on it. <laughs> I just... I love me some Max Shippy. He is delicious. <laughs> he's he's one of them daddies on Tinder that you go for. I mean, he oh, he's delicious. <laughs> you know, Carolyn probably knows what I'm talking about. Girls, go on Twitter <laughs> at at making Max, and you you strike up a friendship with it. Because I don't think he's married I've never seen a wedding ring on his finger So Carolyn You go ahead Show him what a day's fan looks like Now is this uh, Max Shippy? Max Shippy Yeah yeah. Max Shippy At making Max on Twitter Yeah you you go show him what Them days look (laughs) What is he on Twitter Making Max? Yeah Did you say (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I do okay. believe so, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, Carolyn, you watched Days in the 90s, right? Yes. So yes. you know all those sexual undertones they had with oh, Bo yes. and Carly <laughs> and how steamy it was and, oh yeah, how you know, people hunching any place they could get a bed and a blanket, so... Girl, you've learned your lesson in soap love scenes. You go ahead and, you know, with John and Marlena, you know, John and Marlena would make love. We'd zoom over to the candles and, you know, Bo would make love to somebody and we'd say everything. He'd be like, "Mm -hmm, I'm going to get me some Carly Manning. I'm going to put her stethoscope somewhere it's never seen before. You know, now Peter Reckle, now Peter Reckle, you know, back in the day, he got it naturally, but now he's got to take that pill where, you know, four hours, (laughs) you know, you're worried. (laughs) Well, we come to that time. Okay, I'm making making notes here. (laughs) You go, Carolyn. I'm taking notes. Carolyn. (laughs) <laughs> okay, as we close, I'd like to thank Carolyn for being our timer. Thank you very much. Best You've been very in the world. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And I hope you're I'm learning I'm learning a, I'm way. learning a lot about I'm learning a lot about the other soaps. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with me, girl. I'll hook you up with shirtless sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. 
Casey, so, uh, David, I don't, are you going oh, to make it? to you. I said, I don't know what to say about you right now. I'm speechless. There's going to be a lot of bonfires on Twitter tonight. I know that. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bonfires! Going to be lighting up up the Twitter Twitter feeds. David, I'm sure you were just happy to have me back. See, haven't you missed uh, the electricity <laughs> I bring to the show? Yeah, I'll give you that. You bring electricity to the show. <laughs> and I gave you an exclusive, so you better be great. Yeah, thunder, thunder, thunderbolts and, and bonfires. <laughs> okay, so. We're going to get you a man, girl. Oh. <laughs> so I want to somebody say... to hunt Sean. Now remember, <laughs> girl, remember, you got to bend your back. Bend it. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. This is too funny. This hey, is too funny. Hey, see, you have to leave Carolyn alone. Okay. I, think I think he's seen my face. He's seen my Facebook feed. I think he's seen. He's been. He's been oh God. Cute. <laughs> Lord have mercy on oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. So, um, before I give you the final thoughts, um, take note. We are on again on Thursday. September 14th, and that is our only day in September due to, um, we have scheduling um, conflicts. Conflict yeah, we, we have, have a lot of scheduling conflicts. I've been trying to. Don't sit on our asses, eat bonbons, and watch fans <laughs> go through an hourglass all day. We have lives. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, including my own schedule conflict. Otherwise, that's why, um, well, it's just been a little difficult scheduling. So um, we'll be back on September 14th. And Casey, do you want to give uh, a clean farewell? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like? We've been doing this whole show. Anyway, um, we're <laughs> I'm happy to be back. I really am. Um, I miss the show so much. And Carolyn, don't forget to binge it back. Okay, next. Okay. <laughs> I'll do my I'll do my due diligence. So uh, when we come back, I'll I'll know a little bit more about these. Um, these hot tickets. Could be a little more relaxed. All this eye, yeah, this eye candy that you keep telling me about. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, oh, so um, on behalf of all three of us, I'd like to say to everyone who's listening, have a pleasant evening, and we'll see you on September 14th. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Yep.
Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit TakeTwoRadio.com.